Live from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Should I throw away all my socks, then only buy 30 pair of one kind of sock? Will they eventually not match up? I may never know. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Welcome, everybody. Uh, this is a Sunday night uh, edition of us, although it will not be posted Sunday night. It'll be posted, I don't know, sometime later, Tuesday, something like that. Maybe Wednesday, who knows. But, anyhow, the Chiefs, as we sit, are 4-1 and one atop the AFC West. Now Patrick Mahomes has beaten all 31 teams in the shortest amount of time ever, just like he passed 25,000 yards, just like everything he's done, but I still feel, oh, I still get all this cheap heat from these haters. Oh man, yeah. the referees are giving them all. Okay, so the 25,000 yards were referees, the beating all 31 teams was referees, the uh, two, out of, uh, two out of four Super Bowls, and was in the third one but lost. Um, that's all referees, all that. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> what an amazing, lucky career, huh? It, it's time yeah. these guys just fucking call it for what it is. You know, quit motherfucking the guy and just say, you know what? This guy is one of the greatest ever. He may go down as the greatest ever. Okay, I wish my team would have got him and not you guys. You know, that's what they should say. But, as we speak... The Buffalo Bills faltered. They've lost to the, um, oh, shit, who was it? Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, Uh, Jacksonville. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Cincinnati didn't look highly impressive against the very, very weak Arizona Cardinals. There's no teams in AFC. I I mean, the Dolphins are looking good, but they seem to have some holes in what they're doing, too. So, unfortunately, people love it or hate it, but it sounds to me like a lot of people hate it. The Chiefs are still your big boys in the AFC, and everybody, like I just posted not too long ago on social media, all 31 of you, say you're sorry to your daddy. (laughs) Say you're sorry to your daddy. All 31 of you lucky fucking bastards, or unlucky bastards, because you live in the Mahomes era. So, anyhow... That's enough of that because we already know we have the man. So, uh, here's a bucket of shit. Feel free to eat it. Even though you'll never admit it. 
Flyover is kicking your ass every fucking time, and you hate it. And you know what? I love it. Anyhow, how about... Well, first off, Rob, how you doing tonight? You doing good? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've, I've had a nice, relaxing day. Good. Just did some housework, and uh, I listened to the game on the radio, seeing how it's the only way I can hear it. So. Did you listen to it naked? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, good. Yeah, the kids good. left. I had the house to myself. All right, good, just, good. That's... Just me, me, the two dogs, and two cats. Okay, cool, cool. As long as you're naked, were your, were your, was your hairy asshole swaying in the wind? Yeah, you gotta let it breathe every now and then. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah you yeah. you have something that profound and beautiful. You have to you have to leave it out to be admired. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. Well, um, um, anyhow, did you get any more asshole picks or anything? No, not, not what today. What the hell, people? I, I'm gonna put in another couple of promos. I really gotta pump these people. I mean, I swear. You know, you guys were on a roll. Send her Rob all kinds of nice asshole pictures, and then the one thing, you know, the one with the both things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, all of a sudden, it's just like, nah, we're not going to do it anymore. You guys are teasers. That's what you are. You're well, guy. I, I think what we might do is we just might finalize this one, and if I have more pop up, we'll do like we're doing the hairy asshole. Next winter, take on this winter. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything left to say except, man, if no one else is no, going to participate, I mean, then we're just going to go ahead and pick the winner here. And you guys are shit out of luck. So once we pick the winner, yeah. that is the winner of the Asshole Sent to Rob contest. So anyhow, and, and I guess it just became a contest. It wasn't. It didn't exactly. Uh, it didn't exactly start off like that. It started off me just fucking giving you shit. Uh, you know, yeah. trying to get people to send pictures of their dicks to you or something, so it would bother you. But instead, you embraced it, and you said, send more. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, oh, shit, okay, well, all right. And now it's got wow. to where it is to where it's a contest. So if you want to... Yeah. if you, you, know, <laughs> you know we are pretty competitive. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyhow, there's only a few days left. If you don't want to be left out in the cold with your asshole pick, you better get it to Rob. So... Anyhow, um, and the temperatures are dropping right now. So yes, yes, <laughs> they will literally be in the cold. They will be yes. So anyhow, uh, you guys are going to have to listen to my 16-year-old Chihuahua in the other room that keeps barking periodically because I think she thinks she sees something that, that's probably not there. She's 16. Give her a break. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyhow, I was going to start off with alternative swear words, but how about this? Did you know that you can buy McDonald chicken nuggets, the McChicken nuggets, in Walmart now? Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, they just came out with it. Uh, so, this is according to Yahoo Life. If there's one thing we'll never be able to get enough of, it's fast food secrets. And between the following, the president of the fast food secrets club, Jordan, whatever his name is, anyhow, I'm not, I'm not going to pimp him. He's on TikTok. You know what? You could find him. Um, anyhow, he's a guy that, you know dozen menu hacks and stuff like that like McDonald's secret uh, menu McBrunch burger and, and I'll get into them in another episode there's all these hacks and stuff that this guy came up with and the McDouble Big Mac instead of a traditional Big Mac he's a guy that figured this out so anyhow um, 
it, here's what it says. Okay, where to buy copycat McDonald chicken nuggets? And I guess I thought, I thought that McDonald's made them. I guess they don't. They're just a copycat recipe that tastes just like it, according to this article. If you want the chicken nugget experience from home, that is probably a bit cheaper. Look for Pilgrim's brand tempura chicken nuggets, says Mike Harass, a former McDonald's corporate chef in a TikTok video. Okay, then, then this guy would really know. If There you have it, folks. If you want something as good as the chicken McNugget, but from the comfort of your own kitchen, look for the Pilgrim's brand. Harazic, Haraz, I'm just going to call it Haraz, I think this C is silent, uh, says the knockoff chicken nuggets are sold at Walmart, which is true, but you have to know what to look for. The tempura style chicken breast nuggets that Haraz is uh, referring to are made by the brand Pilgrim's Pride, which is owned by a, the larger Pilgrim's Corporation. These chicken nuggets seem to be available at Kroger-owned stores like Kroger and Fred Meyer and HEB. But Pilgrim's owns another brand, Country, Pie, Country Pride, that sells Tempura Raw Chicken Breast. So anyhow, without going into a little bit more of this, this is a copycat version of the chicken nuggets. It's not the actual version, but uh, uh, the former McDonald's chef said that this is the same thing when you taste it. So there you go. Go there, get a cheaper version, fucking throw them in the oven or whatever, and tell your kids you, uh, you threw away the sack. Here's your McNuggets, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow. All right, got that one out of the way. Now, a little bit later on, I got a I Call Bullshit. Oh, good. Good. And you know what? Let's just go ahead. Let's take a break so I can throw in the promo guy called Bullshit. And, um, and anyhow, since we're on McDonald's, I'm calling Bullshit on McDonald's. And I think you're probably smart enough to realize why. I'm calling bullshit on McDonald's. So anyhow, let's take a little break, and I'll be right back. Oh no, it looks like someone's on their high horse again. It's another episode of I Call Bullshit. Bullshit. At this time, we had a... Pardon me? I said again. Again. Last year at this time, we have a segment called I Call Bullshit. I call bullshit on McDonald's for ending the McRib forever. Yep. Well, I, I didn't believe this. I said it was cheap publicity stunt, and sure enough, magically, the McRib is back. I also called out how it was going to go down. I said a groundswell bluegrass effort on the Internet, then McD folds, and that's what they did. McD's were like, oh, no, everybody wants it back. Oh, my God, we better bring it back. Sure enough, the story I'm getting is that I'm calling bullshit once again on McDonald's and putting them in the Bullshit Hall of Fame for being the only subject to be called out two times. Motley is getting really close to being called out two times, but as of right now, McDonald's is the sole owner of a two-time I Call Bullshit winner. So they go to the Hall of Fame and they stay there. That sound reasonable? Alright. Okay. McDee's, you've oh, done hey, it. hey. Yeah. <laughs> They they just made the ass paddle hall of fame last night. I know, I know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh-huh. they're on a roll. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, yeah, McDee's probably like, come on, guys, what the hell? What we do? Well, I'll tell you what you did is you did cheap. Poli- <laughs> it's actually brilliant because anytime you yeah. end the McRib, every fucking station in America is talking about it. 
And then when you bring it back, people talk about how you were never going to bring it back, and then you did. So it's, it's, I mean, it's free fucking publicity. People like me and you were talking about it. So there you go. It's really brilliant, but I call bullshit on him. I could see through it from the very start. We know what's happening. We know, you know, so anyhow. Um, how about if we go into some alternative swear words, Rob? All right. Sounds good. Okay, cool. Well, all right. Like I said, the people have been listening to us for a long time. They know exactly what this is. And this is like, let's say you're in uh, in a store and there's a bunch of uh, people around and you can't call someone a dumb son of a bitch or a cocksucker or something, right? But they really deserve to be, okay? Like right. maybe your friend comes by and crop dusts you or something and then takes off and everybody looks at you thinking you're the one that invaded everybody's nostrils with that stink. But you weren't. And then you look around the corner and your friend's over there going, hee, 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 yeah, pointing at you and you're like, fuck. So, you want to call him a stupid son of a bitch or a cocksucker or whatever, but you can't. Let's say you're in church and he crop dusts you or something and you can't do it or in school or whatever or around kids. So, um, back when we were teenagers, we came up with alternative words to mean the same thing as cuss words. And I used to do this in school, and there wasn't anything I could do about it. They knew that I was calling the person a motherfucker or something like that, but they couldn't prove it because the word just meant something else. So this is a combination of the word and how you say it. And um, here is my uh, here is my list. My first one: call someone a Dutch oven. Yep. Yeah, a Dutch oven means both things. A Dutch oven is something that you bury in the ground with hot coals and cook things, okay, especially in camping. And a Dutch oven is where you fucking rip one and you throw the sheets over whoever and you make them fucking smell it, right? Yep. Yep. I think we've all been a victim and the perpetrator of a Dutch oven, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, um, and there's not an ass face. I heard people referring to a Dutch oven, uh, calling it an ass face. An ass face is where you take someone's head and you stick it right on your ass and you fart. That is an ass face. That is not a Dutch oven. And I'm getting tired of people getting the two mixed up. A Dutch oven right. is ex exactly what I said. You have to be in bed with the person and the covers are there. You fucking crack one out, and then you throw the uh, covers over them to where they can't escape, and you hear gasping for air and crying and, and, and shaking, and then finally they have to succumb and just eat your home fart. It's not a good deal. So, anyhow, the next one you can call people, ball of yarn. And that's like something cats play with, or you can crochet or knit with it, you know. I think yeah. uh, I think same with enough force. It's pretty good. Hey, you ball of yarn. Uh, I'm not a ball of yarn. Next one. I, I mean, I I don't know. It, it made sense at the time, but now I'm kind of like I don't know. Beef slider. What do you think, Rob? Are you gonna uh, give it? Eh, thumbs down. Look, they can't all be gems. I'll accept it. I know. I know. I. I I could kind of see it. I think with enough force and point, it's over. You go, beef slider. I could see it kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know what? It, it, it's not one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Best. They can't all be gems, okay? Um, the next one, 
Call someone an otter pelt. Oh, there you go. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Someone does something like fucking flick you in the nuts or something. You, go, you otter pelt. Then they're over there going, yeah. Uh, how do I respond to that? I'm not an otter pelt. What the hell? So, yeah, that's pretty good. This next one I love. Call someone a fruit roll-up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> you look at someone go, hey, uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Go over that fucking fruit roll-up over there and tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> well, that guy... Yeah, yeah, that fruit roll-up right there. <laughs> uh, next one. I, I got to stand up on that one. All right, cool, cool. I'm glad I got that. Uh, that that's it, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one, pawn shop. That means, uh, you know, you're taking secondhand stuff, people are selling you for yeah. crack. Yeah, okay, like I said, they're not all gems. That one will work. It's just, it's just not the best. It will work, but it's just not the best. How's, how about that? Is that good? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I kind of like it. Okay, cool. The next one I really like because it's used so much. Fake news. Hey, you fake news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, man, am I running on the bottom of the barrel here, maybe? I don't know. Oh, well. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> um, let's see. What was the next one? Oh, well, I like... Well, mo most news is fake news. Uh, that's so. true. Yeah. Calling someone yeah. fake news, you got a wide variety, don't you? Next one. Sardine. Oh. Yeah, you're like a little fish packed in mustard oil and salt. Yeah. 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 You sardine! Ugh. <laughs> this next one I really like just because it's fucking weird. Call someone a tulip bulb. Oh. <laughs> or you could just call him a flowering tulip. You flowering tulip. <laughs> Either one would work. Yeah, it would. Yeah. It would. This next one I like because it's longer. And it makes people stop in their tracks while you're calling them it, and it gives it, and it gives them that just second of, what? Call them a royalty-free love song. <laughs> <laughs> you royalty-free love song, huh? Please take it back. No, no. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, this next one I love. Cheap Christmas decoration. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> You're a cheap Christmas decoration. Ah. Um, next one. You'll have to live around Kansas City to understand this, but Rob, you will get this. Timeshare on Lake Giacomo. <laughs> it's about like having a, a timeshare uh, on a sewage lagoon. <laughs> You're going to even say that. But around here, you'd call somebody timeshare on Lake Giacomo. Uh, 
was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go out there on the floating turds and the fucking HIV needles. Yay. <laughs> and then this next one I love because it's like a, a meddling pussy, if you call him this. Neighborhood watch group. <laughs> That's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. I, I like that. I like that one quite a bit. So, anyhow, that is um, that is the end of those ones right there. So, Rob, do you have anything you um, you want to get to? Yeah, I, I got a little story here off Blabbermouth. Okay. Uh, Legacy Recordings is celebrating the 40th anniversary of Ozzy Osbourne's third studio album, Bark at the Moon, uh-huh. by releasing it on translucent cobalt blue vinyl on November 17th. Bark at the Moon was the first Ozzy album to feature guitarist Jakey e. Lee after the tragic loss of guitarist Randy Rhodes mm-hmm. and had a slightly different musical approach than Osborne's first two studio releases. Originally released around Halloween of 1983, the LP featured Rock and Roll Rebel, Waiting for Darkness, Center of Eternity, and the title track, which was featured prominently on MTV. This remastered edition features a replica of the poster that was included in the initial pressings of the album. LP is also the inspiration for a new Funko Pop figure. It features a flocked vinyl Aussie transformed into a werewolf and standing 3.9 inches tall, standing in front of the cover art from the album and housed in a protective hard case. So it's like a pop-up? I, I, it, it's called a Funko Pop. Figure. I, 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 never I think it means it. it pops up. You take out the sleeve and it pops up. And it's like yeah. a little werewolf Aussie thing. That's what I think it means. But I'll look I it up. Know. I'll look it yeah. up a little bit later and I'll find out. But I think that's what it means. That's cool. That's really cool. But I'm really yeah. disappointed that the article did not mention this one song. This was Aussie's first solo ballad. And it did very well. It's called So Tired. Remember that song? Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I um, 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 It didn't mention it. But. Yeah, I don't know why they would not have mentioned that, because that actually um, did very well chart-wise. Bark at the Moon was the hit, if you will, off of the album. Um, Rock and Roll Rebel was like the real rocker song, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jakey Lee just fucking blisters on that song. It's just something else. I mean, it's like punch-in-the-mouth fucking um, hard rock. It's great. But So Tired was a gem on that. I mean, it's really good. And it really brought a lot of uh, more acclaim to Ozzy because people are always, oh, he's fat, fucking washed-up has-been, all that stuff, and, and everything, right? Well, when he came out with that, it showed that he could be a little bit more multidirectional than anyone ever thought. And, and I enjoyed the song, the song, and I thought it was really good, and it did well on the charts. So I'm kind of surprised that it did not, it was not mentioned in that article. But okay, anyhow, go ahead. No, oh, that was it. That was it. 
Okay. Well, oh, cool. That article. Cool. I love that, man. Um, I might. Who knows, man? If I get really silly, I might just get it. But I'm trying to not get too much. I've got so much memorabilia, right. and I got stuff right I, I, now. I think that would end up being a collector's. Yes, and, and, the blue cobalt. I mean, yeah, I've already got all these collector stuff. I mean, I, I yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I got, mean, <laughs> I, I got like tons of it that I just don't get to, including old concert shirts that I could probably sell right now for I don't know eight hundred, nine hundred bucks a pop. Um, right. The one that's the most uh, acclaimed that people are after the most is it, it's an original. I think nineteen ninety two or three, uh, the first No More Tours. And uh, it, it has a um, a sketch of Ozzy si- sitting on the shitter reading a magazine. <laughs> it's a really cool shirt. And if I think I bet, about it, I if I think about it, what I will do is I will um, um, post that shirt. I'll, I'll go find it. I think I, I know exactly where it's at. I'll go find it. And I'll post it and let everybody see it. And anyhow, that yeah. is the one that people like offer me a really good amount of money for. And I, I, I don't know. I may, I may part with it. I don't know. I'm not doing anything with them. I mean, I, I barely even look at them anymore. So, anyhow. But I have a ton of stuff like that that I could get rid of. And then I have a Motley Crue one that's interesting. Remember in 1997 when they, they all got back together and they did Shout at the Devil 97 re, redub? Yeah, yeah. I have that shirt. Oh, cool. I'm probably the only bastard in the whole world that has that shirt. No one else cared about wow. it. And, and that thing's cool. And then the other thing I just remembered that I have, that I think people, um, I haven't even announced this at all to try to sell it, is this right here. Um, I have Motley Crue Quartinary. Have you ever heard oh, of that? Wow. Quartinary yeah. is... Uh, you could only get it when you bought the Motley Crue self-titled CD with John Karabi. You could only get right. it through mail-in. It was inside the CD case. It was a little piece of paper that said, it's eight, um, no, no, six. No, it's eight original songs, and they're like solo songs. It's almost like Kiss's solo stuff, only it's one album. And, yeah. um, and anyhow, Mick Mars does an instrumental on there called Bittersweet that is fucking just great. Oh, man, it is fantastic. And then there's a song that sounds just like the Beatles called Friends. And, I mean, the whole thing is good. Nicky's stuff is weird. Tommy's stuff is weird. But um, the stuff that Karabi did, he did some he did some really bold musical experimenting on that thing. And it was really good. So, anyhow. Um, That's kind of ironic, isn't it? Molly Crew doing a song called Friends. <laughs> Good point, Rob. Good point. Uh, uh, um, John Crabby should follow that up a couple of years later with Friends No More. <laughs> hey, we know John Crabby listens, so you're welcome. You're welcome. Go ahead and do that song. Yes, he does. Yep, yes, he does. I'm more than certain he listens. I looked in that uh, in that section we, we, of Nashville that he lives in. That that got a hit. That's got to be him. It's got to be. Gotta it's got to be him. If not, it's one of his neighbors, and they're going to say, hey, these hey, guys are talking about yeah, you. Yeah, 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 get over here. Hey, uh, yeah, they're, they're talking cool about you. I've actually seen um, <laughs> I, I've seen John Crabby uh, solo a few years back. Um, yeah. at, at I think it was like 2019 I saw him. 
He actually puts on a hell of a show. He looks like Steven Tyler now with a huge beard because he's just got this long kind of grayish hair. And anyhow, it's cooler than shit. And he has different colors in it. Anyhow, he's cool. Um, did you know this, Rob? Denver experimented with giving people $1,000 a month. It reduced homelessness and increased full-time employment, a study found. No, I didn't. I didn't either till I found this article. I'm like, what? I, I I didn't think it would work like that either at all. It was, um, anyhow, um, they found out that when they get when they get when they gave people money, a decent amount of money, a thousand a month, to live on, it gave them more security, and it gave them a little bit more sense of dignity, and it gave them a little bit more drive to find a job. So this is probably not going to work with everybody, but it's going to work with people that are really are trying to get themselves together. And, yeah. you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, we already do a lot of uh, programs, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's all kinds of programs out there to help people, but yeah. most of them don't For just hand out. truly need it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it might work on the surface, but if you start doing that all around, I think it's just going to increase drug use because a lot of drug users are going to take $1,000 and go buy them $1,000 fucking worth of smack and probably kill themselves. So, yeah, yeah it, was a, it was an interesting read nonetheless, and I don't want to go into all this because it has psycholog psychological stuff on there it has psychiatrists talking it has people yeah. i mean it has all different kinds of stuff it's quite frankly it's boring as fuck but i thought that uh people might want to hear that so um anyhow um let's uh, come right back and i'll have some very disappointing news okay uh oh okay yeah. All right, be right back. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. May your spoon always slip and sink into your hot soup. I smell bacon. No, wait, it's just Mark sweating. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See Behind the Smoke Show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Alright everybody, two douchebags and microphone, I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Well, like before mentioned, I have some very disappointing news, people. Um, here it is. Crocs just came out with cowboy boots. Oh, you're I, I know you're bullshit. No. I know you are no, bullshit. No, I know. No, no, I'm not. I told you it was disappointing. Oh, my God. Rob, are you okay? What is this world coming to? I know. 
I know. Rob, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do this to you. Wow. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to flatten everybody like this. I. I hope. I hope you can see through this and realize it's not me. I'm only the delivery of bad news. I didn't create this. I didn't That's ask what we for do. it. We we were inflicted with it. We can't help yeah. it. We are all victims here. All of us. So, anyone who says wearing Crocs isn't a fashion statement has clearly not seen their latest design. Crocs just unveiled their classic cowboy boots that are eye-grabbing to say the least. I doubt that. The boots will <laughs> debut on October 23rd and be sold at select Crocs retail stores on their website for a limited time, according to the announcement. Now, how many people are going to get that just to piss people off? I don't have a clue. The boot is bold all around. It's uh, from its croc-type em em embossed texture and western-themed stitching it, to its uh, shiny metallic charms and draw stars and spell out crocs. The shoe also features a spinnable spur charm like nothing previously released. I got spurs on them, Rob. And to show the brand fully committed to the Western... <laughs> oh my God, dude. The, the boot has a logo of his crocodile mascot, Duke, wearing a cowboy hat attached. Ah, oh my God. Oh my... Yeah, I just pulled him up. I just pulled him up. You didn't believe me, did you? No, you Google him. You, you, you can... Google Crocs cowboy boots. It pops up. It pops up boots with spurs. These, oh my God. Yep. What the hell is this country coming to? I know. I know. Oh. Hey, dude, they have little spurs on them. Yeah, I know. I'm getting off that. I'm getting off that. <laughs> yep but um like i said i didn't cause this i'm just letting everybody know just letting everybody know the sad news that crocs have expanded into cowboy boots the good thing is it is um it is a limited time so it will go away so anyhow um did you hear about uh tom hanks being deep faked you know, kind of like Gary Busick's butter sausage. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks is warning fans uh, away from an AI scam that has stolen his likeness. On Saturday, on Saturday the two-time Oscar winner denied any involvement with a dental company that uses a computer-generated image of him in their promotional materials. Beware, Hanks wrote atop a photo of his AI-created counterpart, there's a video out there promoting some dental plan with an AI version of me. I have nothing to do with it. And I saw this and I watched it and it is just uncanny. It looks like him and it talks just like him. And um, anyhow, they're trying to sell some sort of a dental plan insurance deal. Representatives for Hanks did not immediately respond to EW's request for comments. Hank is, Hanks is no stranger to what the rise of AI and deepfake technology could mean for his career going forward. During an appearance on the Adam Buxton podcast in May, he said, If I wanted to, I could get together and pitch a series of seven movies that would star me in them, in, in which I would uh, be 32 years old from now until Kingdom Come. 
Hanks went on to speculate that the AI doppelgangers could only be indistinguishable from his real self. Anyway, anybody can now recreate themselves at any age they are by the way of AI or deepfake technology, he said. I could be hit by a bus tomorrow and that's it, but my performances go on and on and on. Outside of the understanding that it's been done by AI or deepfake, there's nothing to tell you uh, that it's not me. Which he's right. I mean, how can you... Uh, um, he, he's right. It's yeah. not him. Yeah, but how can you prove that? I mean, it, it. here's the deal, right? Okay, let's say someone come out with an AI version of somebody, right? And he goes on a racist tirade, Right? And it ruins his career. But he didn't do it. Or is this how... See that happen. And how about people getting away with something? Let's say someone did do something like that, okay? And then everyone comes down and goes, hey, that wasn't me. That was a deep fake. I don't know who the hell did that, man, but I'm looking for the real, uh, for the real person or whatever, you know? Right. It's going right. to get to where nobody can be accountable for anything, and everybody can be accountable for anything. All someone has to do is come up with a deep, uh, a deep fake of somebody and say, hey, the, I, I uncovered this tape. They said this a long time ago. Look how grainy it is or whatever, and how could you prove that it's not? Right. Yeah. False evidence. Especially, how about audio tapes where there's like no, no image at all? Yeah. Let's say someone secretly recorded somebody doing something really underhanded or whatever. And and then uh, they uh, and it was a deep fake. How could that guy prove that it's not him that's doing it? This is this there, is a can of worms. No this is a can of worms. It's not going to go away. It's going to get even worse. And, and the only way you can prove it is if you have alibis of where you were at when it got recorded. That's all. Only way. But then you're into a big hassle. You're into lawsuits. You're in court. You're, yeah, you know, you're going to spend a fortune and then, trying and to. And then your name out. gets slandered. You but know, it's here's another thing too. Once you go down that slippery slope, it is almost impossible to get yourself back up, because a certain amount of people will not listen to rebuttals. I heard him. I heard him. I heard what he said. That guy is that guy is uh, um, I don't know a Nazi or whatever you know whatever, and, and once you go down that slope, uh, I mean there's like no it's not really you can't come back fully. No, because you can't. yeah, and how about a deep fake so good that you can't prove it's not you? Then you know, at least half the people are going to be going. Well, that could have been him. I don't know. So. Something to think about, people, as we keep going down this rabbit hole of AI. Like, like I said, watch that link I sent you today. I'm going to. And like I said yeah. all along about deep fakes and AI, how long will it be until a judge somewhere grants these robots clemency? And let's say you don't want your robot on anymore and you go to unplug it, you could get charged for murder. Right? You just killed this yep. thing that has rights. Yeah. You just unplugged yeah. it. You took away its energy source. Now it's dead. That would be murder. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, you could go plug it back in, but then it would be attempted murder, right? 
<laughs> so, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And what if these things start figuring out because they are so intelligent, other power sources? Mm. What if they just make themselves solar or something? I don't know. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Like I've been saying, quoting the late, great John Lennon, strange days indeed. Most I'm peculiar, scared. Mama. I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's already getting hairy, and it's only going to get worse. Um, did you know that uh, Japan has robot wolves now? Uh, uh-uh. Yep, it has gleaming red eyes, bone-chilling howls, and bared fangs. Animals scatter for cover at the sight of this beast. But this is no ordinary wolf, or even a real one. Originally designed to keep wild animals away from farms, authorities now use this mechanical wolf to stop bears from entering urban areas and attacking people. That's pretty good. I want one. <laughs> Me too. You just took, you just stole my thunder. I was getting ready to go. I want one of these. <laughs> the monster wolf was first used in Takawa City. Well, hey, hey, maybe if we order two, we'll get a discount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get two of them. Yeah, hey, we could each do a pair. Buy two, get one half, half off. It could be four douchebags in a microphone. Each, I'll have my mechanical wolf, and you have yours, and then. Um, you know, whenever it can randomly growl, and that will be its contribution to the show. Yeah. It'll be like, yeah. hey, hey, wolf number one. Rawr. So what do you think of that game today? Rawr. And then you could go, yeah, uh, hey, uh, hey, wolf, is that my soda you took? Rawr. You know, so yeah. very entertaining, I'm sure. I, I know. People I think are, it would be. People are just waiting. They're like, oh, my God, I can't wait for this whole thing. I can't wait till they have the ro- robot wolves there, and then you know, and then they'll probably end up uh, taking our job. We want to hear the wolves. We don't want to hear those two douchebags. <laughs> the monster wolf was first used in Takawaka City in the autumn of 2020, according to um, the president of its manufacturer with some fucking long ass J- Japanese name. I cannot. The name is uh, pronounced Wolf Kumei. Uh, is the name of the wolf. Uh, more and more local governments have ordered it. The number of bear attacks in Japan has been rising at an alarming rate, authorities say. Experts say the main reason is that people, particularly young people, are leaving rural farming villages. Many of them have migrated to the big cities, emptying villages or towns. They've already been shrinking due to an aging population. They can't, you know, they can't live out there. they got to be closer to doctors or just can't drive anymore so you know more and more rural farmlands in the foothills that once uh, acted as buffer zones between the bears and humans are disappearing said another name i can't pronounce a professor of the tokyo university of agriculture and technologies whose research centers on bears biodiversity and forest ecosystems if i could talk as a result young bears have over over the decades moved into unattended uh, woodlands living closer to cities getting used to bright lights and loud noises and becoming less afraid of humans when when they're wandering into residential areas because the habitat has expanded from the mountains into the flatlands closer to human populations so anyhow so it sounds like japan is kind of combating this pretty good doesn't it yeah. 
Yeah. So, Rob, you got a story or two, or how yeah, about? Yeah, actually, uh, I ran across a list today, or well, the other day. Okay. Um, and I found this list on AmericanSongwriter.com. It's ten top '80s hits that spent most weeks at number one. Oh, cool! Go ahead. I like this. Number ten. Huh? I said, I like this. This is interesting. Go ahead. Yeah. Number 10, I Have the Tiger by Survivor. I believe Six that. weeks at number one. Wow. Okay. Number nine, Like a Virgin by Madonna. Mm-hmm. Six weeks at number one. The very hairy Madonna. Yes, yes. Uh, number eight, Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Seven weeks at number one. Okay, I can believe that. Number seven, Ebony and Ivory by Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder. Seven weeks at number one. Wow, that was a good song, too. Yeah, it was. It was. I I loved how they made Yeah. Number six, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett. Nah, that's that's an anthem, isn't it? Seven weeks at number one. Cool. Five's a little different one. Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. It only spent one week at number one, but it has racked up over 1.4 billion views on YouTube. Huh. And I have not been one of them. Have you? No, I just keep seeing them on TV. Okay, wow. Uh, number four, Every Breath You Take by The Police. That's Eight a good weeks song. at number one. And the thing as a stock, that was a stalker song. Sting admitted it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Being obsessed yeah. with a woman. Anyhow, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> oh, oh they, they had another controversial song, too. Don't Stand Too Close to Me. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that about a schoolgirl or something? Yeah, yeah. 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 17. Yeah, not yeah, even 18. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Sting was an old nasty, or still is, probably. Anyway, anyway. Number three, Endless Love by Diane Ross and Lionel Richie. Nine weeks at number one. Okay, that's a good song, too. Number two, Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes. Kim Carnes, yeah. I love her Nine voice. Weeks at number one. Her voice is so cool. And at number one, uh-huh. Physical by Olivia Newton-John. Wow. Ten weeks at number one. Awesome. That's a great and song, too. If you look too. this article up, it gives a little thing about the song and the artist and a little reading about each one. So... Robin, I found it pretty interesting. That was very interesting, Rob. I love that. Um, in honor of Olivia Newton-John, let's both sing. Let me hear your body talk. Your body talk. Come on, Rob. Come on with me. No, Let me hear no, your body I, no. talk. No. Let's get no. physical. Ain't doing it. Physical. Come on. I know you will, Rob. Let's nope. get physical. Okay. Nope. All right. I, I, um, Joe Listener. Jane Listener, I'm sorry. I don't know what got into Rob. 
I don't know what got Not into tonight. I'm very disappointed with him. Normally, we get on our booty shorts and we oil up and we sing this song. It's fantastic. All right, moving right along. <laughs> Rob, that's a great segment. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I love your non-participation when you're done with it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say anything more. He's just going to keep going on. And he's going to go on, and I'm I'm not fueling it. I'm not fucking fueling it. I'm not a part of this. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> okay. Oh, I just said not tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you know that uh, Orlando International are now selling day passes in the secure area? Uh. Uh-uh. They only allow fifty per day, and it's fifty dollars to come in there all day. And and um, I, this is interesting because um, you know in Orlando International they have a huge Hyatt hotel, actually built in the airport, and it has like balconies that like overlook the airport, and it's huge. It's got all these different um, businesses and bars and stuff. It's like a huge mall. It's like a huge party place, only it's like the only way you can get to that place, though, because the non-secure areas, there's not that much in it, like KCI. You know, you want to get to the good stuff, you got to be in the secure area. So, the only way you can go to KCI or any other airport and go to the good stuff, the mall-like area, is to actually be going on a flight or coming back from a flight. So now, if you want to pay 50 bucks, this is the first airport that is offering that, and I don't know... Um, if you booked a stay at that Orlando, um, at the international airport, if you actually automatically go in or not, I don't understand that. I mean, I think maybe since they're selling day passes is, is you can only stay there if you're flying and you want to be there in the morning or you come back and you don't want to drive home. You know what I mean? So you just stay there. So interesting. But they're in the first airport yeah. to offer that. I look for more airports to offer that too. So, uh, uh, anyhow, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back. Brick shells energy drink. That's right. Brick shells energy drink. Make that little girl. Chill out balls. You want to fuck shit up? You want to fuck shit up across America? Brick is for you! Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Today, you not be able to gain an erection without thinking about Peter English. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. I want to but my mom told me to not burn trash.
This is Two Douchebags and Microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Um, you know, I'm looking at some <laughs> stuff here, trying to figure out what we go into. You got You got anything you want to say, Rob? You got anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go for it. Why not? Why not? I We, we keep trying to tell people how Lake of the Ozarks is. Uh-huh. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Sanctuary. The word often applies to a church or a gathering place. Mm-hmm. And those ideas aren't far off at the new sanctuary brew pub and event venue. Currently, the sanctuary is open from 3 to 9 p.m. Wednesday to Sunday if you're interested in an actual church service, Lake Christian Fellowship meets at 10.30 a.m. in the adjacent chapel. Head to the Sanctuary Brewery at 5716 Osage Beach Parkway, Osage Beach, Missouri. Located in a revamped church building in Osage Beach, owners Brian and Jennifer Roberts are crafting a place where customers want to come and linger. Hmm. So you have a brewery and a church in the same building. Uh, I know. Um, this is a little disturbing. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it could I be. I know this church. I, 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 I know this church. I've been in this church. Actually, for a couple funerals. Oh, Wow. Well, I guess that's one way you could look at it, right? You go see wow. a funeral, and then you go toast whoever and send them off into the great beyond with a nice drink. Um, yeah. I, I was yeah. trying to think of the angle that they would be coming from. Like, you know, Catholics I, I, drink communion, wine, and all that. Then maybe they could come at it like an angle like that. Maybe. I, I, I just don't see why... Um, you see, here's here's why I'm wondering why they did this, okay? Um, most people that go to church are with their families, including the kids, right? Yeah. So, how is that going to parlay into the guy having a drink if he has his children there and his wife? He's not going to. You see what I mean? Wow. Wow. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I'll, I'll, I'll... The more the more I read in, into this, the more disturbing it gets. I, I just don't know where they're trying to go with it. Is what I'm thinking. Is, I is, don't. I don't either. I don't either. Hmm. They're, uh, or or they're or mixing can, two things that should not be mixed yeah. together. Or do like the does the bar people come in one door and the church people go in another? So then people go, ah, oh, it's next to a church, but I don't care. I, I don't you know what I they're even doing benefits wow yeah well that it's you know 5k run the Ozarks is where I saw a chick with a messed up boob job one of her tits is just like all scarred up and all fucking battered one with a peg leg yeah uh, we got three of that we got three of them in this apartment complex oh wow yeah, this place that used to be in Reed Springs, Missouri, called Spanx. Yep, yep. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I moved from Reed Spring up to Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah, Reed Springs is on the way down to uh, Table Rock Lake, and, and you can go get to never, the Lake of Springs. Never once stepped foot in there. Never I did, once. I did with I my buddy. I and had stepkids. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is back in my single days, and I was with my friend Bob. <laughs> and, and Eddie, I go, hey, Bob, come on. Let's go to the strip club. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I. Come on, Bob. Let's just go get a drink there. And, and and I did not know it was going to be like that. And Bob's looking at me like, what the fuck? What kind of place you bring me into? And I'm like, I, I've never been here before. I, anyhow, we ended up leaving. We were so disappointed. I mean, this one chick's tit, her left or right tit, I can't remember which one, is just fucking mango. It looked like someone took an electric can opener to it. The nipple is like all facing down and there's fucking gash marks. It was like, ugh. And then another lady had a huge cesarean scar and I mean, I don't know. It looked like they went from cesarean to open heart. And oh, and then the f- final one was the chick with a peg leg that came out. We hear it, tunk, 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 tunk. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it's a chick with a peg leg, and she is on that pole, peg leg and all. And I'm just like, oh my god. Oh my god. And and, and then. She's going around telling people, yeah, I lost my leg to cancer. And people are like giving her sympathy money. And I'm like, and I'm thinking bullshit. She lost her leg in a drunk driving accident. She's telling everybody she lost it to cancer. <laughs> but yeah, so she, you're talking she blew, she blew out a vein. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, no, honestly, Mark, when I lived down there, uh-huh. all the local t- guys told me, <laughs> Stay away from there. Local guys don't go in there. Well, well, most me, local. Me guys. and Bob were not local guys, and we were coming back from <laughs> we were coming back from Eureka Springs, I believe, or no, I think no, actually, Kimberling City. We're coming back from Kimberling City because yeah, there's a right down the road. Yeah, right down the yeah, road. yeah. There's a timeshare down there that he owned, and we used to go down there and relax and uh, fucking grill out and just hang out, right? And, yeah. And I can't remember, I can't remember if we're coming back or going or whatever, but I talked him into going there, and, uh, yeah, yep, yep, I could have, I could have swore he never acted the same towards me afterwards. No, I'm joking, he he was cool, we we went out there laughing our ass off, and like, Bob, I'm sorry, man, I had no idea, and he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, (laughs) so... Um, anyhow, yep. Um, let's see, we can go into a little bit different story here. Um, California residents, uh, specifically near the San Francisco Bay Area, are freaking out. There's a bunch of balloon like silk, small silk looking balloons falling from the sky. Um, so anyhow, Morgan, uh, Morgan Hill resident Gina Watson shot images. Morgan Hill is in the Bay Area. Gina Watson shot images of strange white webby objects that fell from my house all the way to work, she said. Johnny e. Banks, an environmental, what a name, John E. Banks. Hey, John E. Banks. He sounds like a guitarist, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's get a hold of Johnny e. Banks. Hey, do us a riff. Okay, well, John E. Banks. I, I bet he's a blues player. I bet he is too. Johnny yeah. Banks, everybody. Wow, 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 wow. 
Okay, anyhow, an environmental scientist professor at California State University, Monterey Bay, said the objects are likely silky webs created by spiders that are ballooning. No one has definitively figured out what they are, but they appear to be spider silk, Banks told um, this magazine, Cron, where I got the article from. Spiders spin out long lines of silk in a phenomenon called ballooning. Several spider species using balloon in to blow in the breeze and one habitat to another, Banks said. A spider will weave its own parachute or balloon and drift through the sky with help from the wind, he explained. The New York Times reported that spider silk is so thin and light that air is like, it's like a thick fluid in comparison. The effect of gravity is easily uh, counteracted in a breeze. The flowing air carries the silk threads along with it as the spider rides beneath, the report stated. So, a- anyhow, the, if you get a chance, look at ballooning spiders and look at the images on the internet. It's really neat looking because they do look like little parachutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll, and I'll look into that. They, they essentially are parachutes, and it makes me wonder if the people that came up with parachutes got the idea from the spiders. My hat. Yeah, I mean, it's neat because it's almost identical. So it would not surprise me at all if, if whoever came up with the parachute got the idea from a ballooning spider. So, anyhow, pretty cool. Thought we'd uh, mention that article and uh, Rob. I got a couple quotes for you. Yeah, please do. Um, it's going on an hour. You feel like closing this bitch out, or you feel like going more? Yeah, uh, tomorrow's Monday. Yes, so. that's why I ask you. So, okay, we can close this bitch out, but go ahead with the uh, with the quotes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just got two. Okay. Uh, the first quote is from Sir Paul McCartney. All right. I was recently asked what it was like to be in the greatest band of all time, but I must be losing my memory because I don't remember being in Van Halen. <laughs> he really said that? Yeah, but yeah, it's a quote. Yeah, he quoted that. No, okay, here's what I want to know. I don't think you could probably figure this out. Was he sarcastic or does he really love Van Halen? I, I, I took it he was just being sarcastic. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I love Van Halen, but I mean, the Beatles were the Beatles. Um, to me, they're the greatest band ever. Even though they're not. Oh my, yeah. Even yeah. though they're not my favorite band ever, I admit their greatness. I mean, the the yeah. stuff that they did yeah. and groundbreaking. But anyhow, go ahead. What is your uh, second quote? Okay. My uh, this one I can believe. I I, I can believe he said this. Okay. This was by George Foreman. Okay. People ask me why I named all six of my sons George Foreman. Well, when you've been punched in the head by Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, <laughs> Vander Holyfield, Ken Norton, try see how many names you remember. <laughs> I love George Foreman. 
<laughs> Rob, that is a perfect thing to see this podcast on. Everybody, thank you for listening. I think we're going to do a state of the podcast the next one and start stating to people who's rising, who's not. And this time, Rob can be there with me because he finally got on RSS with me. And we can go through some points of some people that are like tearing it up and other ones that like yeah. haven't haven't listened to us in a while. So we're going to bitch at you. So anyhow, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Rob. Another great episode. Um, and we'll talk to you no guys problem, soon. Bro. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a good week. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. <laughs> Let's see here, a package of 8 hot dogs, a package of 10 hot dog buns. I would have to buy 10 packs of hot dogs and 8 packs of buns to even it out. Should I buy them at once? Should I freeze them? Or just continue to zigzag them and hope for the best? I hate adulting. go. We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. <laughs>